0: Welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. My name is Danica O'Mahony, I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor, and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram page. Today's episode is a little different than normal. I will be joined by Sinead O'Mahony Carey, author and substance misuse expert. Sinead talks about adolescence and trends that show substance misuse among Leave Insert age students. We discuss the side effects of using these substances and where teenagers can go for help with these issues. Okay, so I'm joined by Sinead omahony Kerry. Sinead is an expert in substance misuse and has authored two books on substance misuse called A Guide to Substance Misuse for Medical Professionals and A Guide to Psychoactive Substances. Sinead, you're very welcome onto the Leaving Sir Guidance podcast.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Sinead, could you give us a bit of a background about yourself?
1: Well, I was adding it up today and I have 24 years experience in substance misuse in the area. Uh, So I have seen an awful lot of trend changes over the last number of years. And the one thing I've realized is that nobody uh, has all the answers on this because it's very changeable and very seasonable. And even down to parochial areas, you would see different trends for people. And in different age groups, you would see different drug trends. You'd also see very different drug uh, concerns for parents, for schools, for young people. And so,
0: Sinead, I suppose from from our point of view here at Leaving Guidance, are adolescents in the Leaving cycle are they being affected by these drug trends that you're talking about?
1: One hundred percent. So we see in Ireland at the moment, the national age for experimentation. So that's really starting to try out different substances from tobacco, alcohol, et cetera, is 11 to 13 years of age. So by the time people get to leave and age, they have come a proper and come across drugs in very different forms. Not everybody will experiment and recreationally use drugs, but unfortunately, we do have a percentage of young people because of its availabilities and particularly its availabilities. Uh, in different areas. So when we're talking about experimenting, we're looking at the whole idea of tobacco and alcohol. Uh, and the younger people experiment, the more likely they are going to have a substance misuse issue going forward because experimentation can lead to recreation, which is using a drug socially or drinking socially, which can lead to misuse, which is misusing, be it alcohol considered a hangover, et cetera, and not being able to go to school the next morning. And then addiction is looking at where your body physically needs the drug and your brain has to go and find it also. So it's different stages of substance misusing at different times of your life. What I've found and what I've seen over the years is the older you make a decision to look at taking a substance, the less likely you will be to be addicted to it because you're going to be able to make more rational decisions. It's all based on neurosciences. The younger you are, you're working from the emotional responses at the back of your head. You're making reactive decisions. You know, the older you get, you can be a little bit more rational about it and say, is this for me? What are the consequences? And you're less likely to be peer led also.
0: Well, it's obviously going to have a huge effect on younger people because obviously the human brain continues to develop from birth into the mid-20s. So I'd imagine it does have an effect. What type of drugs are we talking about for kind of 17 to 18-year-olds? You mentioned experimentation with tobacco and alcohol. Is that what the most popular is for that age group?
1: Again, we look like a broad range of drugs uh, that would be uh, prevalent for misuse. Uh, tobacco probably less likely in Ireland at the moment because of all of the government interventions that has been put in but it has been replaced by vaping we're very very concerned about vaping at the moment because we know so little about it even the USA findings on vaping and research is very very limited uh, because it is so new to the markets but one concern we do have is the whole idea of vaping and using THC oil uh, or cannabis-based oils to smoke or inhale and vape. Uh, And it is a massive concern for young people. Uh, Also looking at the whole idea of alcohol and alcohol misuse, Alcohol brain damages, and that's why the government has put a marker that we shouldn't sell or drink alcohol under the age of 18. It's not for us not to have fun. It's the fact that our brain cannot cope with it and our poor livers can't cope with it. So when we're looking at drinking, we look at the whole idea of what we should be drinking over the age of 18 It's a standard drink, is a very small glass of wine, not the big guy, and a very uh, small glass of lager. Uh, And we should be only drinking about, for women, 11 a week. For men, not much more, 17 a week. So we shouldn't be drinking a lot of beer. We probably are drinking too much. When we do consume alcohol also, our judgment is affected. And that's a major issue for us um, because we're probably more likely to decide to experiment or use recreational drugs and cocaine has become a big issue mixed with alcohol at the moment and they really are two no-no's together one's a depressant alcohol is depressant cocaine is a stimulant so you're really giving your body mixed messages it's very interesting all the different factors that are based on a decision making about going out on a night on a Saturday night but it can have implications that can be life changing, but equally can have implications even going forward to Tuesday. So for example, if we go out on a Friday night and you drink way over your standard drinks, you're drinking vodka, which is 40% alcohol compared to a beer, which is three to 6% alcohol. And unfortunately in Ireland, we're drinking to the quantities, So we're drinking vodka very quickly. We're drinking it in bottles. And it again, it's going to have dire effects as we're moving forward. If we mix that with cocaine, we're talking about losing an awful lot of our time for studying Sunday because you're trying to piece yourself together. And by Tuesday, we have what's called a scagging effect. And that scagging effect is where you get very anxious, very anxiety uh, You're very touchy, you're scratchy, you're uncomfortable, and you really feel very, very low and very, very down. And that is a very lonely place to be on a Tuesday night when you're trying to get a business essay in on Wednesday morning and you just cannot focus.
0: Yes, I'm sure there's a few people listening that find kind of what you're saying is uh, probably as difficult to comprehend. I'm unaware, I suppose, of alcohol and cocaine being a mixture for people at 17 and 18 years of age. And that's a big problem you're telling us.
1: Absolutely, and uh, national trends would show it. It's it's a shocking problem. We don't speak about it enough. Uh, the financial implications are huge. Uh, drug debt is huge. So intimidation can be huge, also. But it's the psychological damage that we do to ourselves. Not even discussing the physical damage, which again can be detrimental because you're talking about heart attack, or you're talking about having to attend to A and E. Um, it's the psychological damage where people feel so shaky, so isolated so alone on that Tuesday or Wednesday where they really cannot cope with having to face another day. And that's where you have to look at who your supports are and being able to speak to somebody about it. And if it's not mom or dad and they're always generally there to support you, um, I would be saying head to your GP or pick up a helpline uh, to make that first call. You know, there will always be somebody there.
0: So you mentioned There's three you mentioned there that that kind of stood out, obviously alcohol, cocaine, and the cannabis vaping. I just kind of want to take them maybe one at a time. When we're looking at alcohol, and and I'm sure the majority of young people have experimented with alcohol at some stage before the age of 18, what kind of side effects are we looking at short-term and long-term for people who use alcohol in excess, I suppose?
1: Okay. Okay. So alcohol brain damages. So every time we drink it, we burn brain cells. They don't come back, you know, so that's one of the major effects. So if we're trying to study and trying to get those points to get into college, it really is a no-no, you know, particularly at the rates that we're seeing young people drinking at the moment and the rates where us as parents are allowing it to be socially acceptable. Uh, Young people in Ireland are drinking too much too quickly. And that is a concern when you're trying to study and focus over a weekend. So if you go out on a session on a Friday night, you're not going to be able to focus on a Saturday and you really only will be coming to on a Sunday. So you've lost two days, you know, and that's where we're coming to the misuse stage of substance misusing. And that's actually, you know, very much at an extreme level. And we shouldn't be there in in the numbers that we are presently.
0: It's going to um, affect your short term memory. Basically, if, if you're drinking excess alcohol, it's it's damaging brain cells and it's going to affect you.
1: Absolutely. And you have no you have no motivation. You're tired. You know, you want to just uh, sleep. You know, you can't get yourself motivated to study. So you really have lost a chunk of the week, you know, and that's just looking at the very immediate effects. We're not looking at the long term. Uh, and I suppose we have to also consider the pandemic presently and where people have become more isolated. Uh, we don't have much research on it because it's such a new area. But I would hate to think that young people are drinking on their own or in a very isolated um, you know, area for themselves, because that, again, can be detrimental. We also have to remember alcohol is a depressant, even though the buzz when we drink it first, it tricks us to make us feel very socially funky and having a great time. There is an absolute drop with it and we do get very, very depressed after it. And that's why people feel so low after a session. Um, And that is... I suppose, again, I use the word lonely and isolated, but that's the words that people use when they speak to us about it, you know, because they can't start whinging and crying to their parents because they shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. You know, so just being careful amongst your friends uh, and amongst your peers, you know, that you support each other. And I would be saying harm reduction is the key when you're looking at alcohol, reducing your harm all of the time. Some of them are even, you know, Making sure you've eaten beforehand, not drinking spirits, slowly drinking, you know, um, never ever drinking uh, with somebody else at their fast pace or never getting into a round, taking things on your own pace. You know, and making sure that there is, you only have a certain amount to drink. And after that, there is no more. Not mixing spirits and beers. And that's a huge one as well. And always, always being cautious of how you drink, who you're drinking with. And substances that are around you when you are drinking, because remembering that, you know, we're going to be that little bit freer in our decision making and it might be the decision that we should be making.
0: Well, that's great advice for students who are drinking. You know, there is a certain way to drink to be able to protect yourself, I suppose. But you did mention uh, that there will be substances around when you're drinking. Uh, You mentioned alcohol as a depressant and you mentioned cocaine as a stimulant. So that brings us to cocaine next uh, and students' uh, use of it. What, again, are the short-term side effects and even long-term side effects of cocaine use?
1: OK, so cocaine is a worry. It's a, it was considered a recreational drug, you know, in Ireland over the last number of years. It's filtered down to younger people. Um, it has a very short term effect. Um, and that's why uh, it intrigues people. Uh, and it is a concern because it can kill you. And that's really it. Bottom line, we don't know what we're taking. We don't know what adulterants are in it. We don't know what percentages of cocaine is in it. We don't know how our body is going to react. Some of us have what's called a slow metabolism, others have a fast metabolism. It's a gamble, you know, it is an absolute gamble every time you take it. So, cocaine lasts in your system about 72 hours if you're being drug tested for whatever reason. But that's not the effect we're concerned about. The effect we're concerned about is during the week where you're feeling very low or that you feel that you need to take more to get you through into the next day. I have seen in the 24 years that I'm working in substance misuse that the drug always wins. You know, the drug user doesn't or never does win. It's always the drug that wins. And cocaine is one of those winners at all costs. People think they're going to be able to handle it. But I've never seen anybody that can actually beat cocaine. Cocaine always wins. It's a greedy drug. People want more and more and more. And that's the worrying concern. And again, you're very isolated and very lonely when you come to that misuse stage of using cocaine. when it's not fun anymore. Just out on a Friday night and having a little line and experimenting with people when it becomes a fact that, whoa, my head is fried now and I need more of this.
0: Yeah, so you, you, like obviously the main side effect, it can kill you. And you, you talked about that because you just don't know what's in it. There are no health and safety standards when it comes to illegal drugs. You don't know how they've been generated. You don't know who has generated it. You don't even know how it's been smuggled into the country even, if it has been. So there are huge worries with that, I guess.
1: Absolutely. When we look at the concerns we have around alcohol and, you know, it's a legalized substance, you know, where we can misuse something, we have to be very, very careful of the effects for us. With substance misusing of illicit substances or illegal substances, there is no standard, you know. And again, we're very vulnerable to that, you know, and we have to be very, very careful for ourselves. We only have one life, so it's to get the most out of it. And being 17 and 18 is really that start of that brilliant phase in your life when you have so much going for you. And that's why we really want to get you to get the best out of it.
0: Another one you mentioned there was kind of as vaping. Um, you did mention this before, and I was a bit surprised. I never knew it was a thing. Can you explain that to us?
1: Yeah, it seems to be a new trend at the moment where people are... Buying illegally THC oil, that's tetrahydrocannabinoid, it's a a part of the cannabis plant. It's compounded into an oil and it seems to be sold on the black market. And again, the trend is that it has very immediate short term effects that can be fairly serious That's anything from fainting to crying to what we call whiteners, where people feel very nauseous, they feel sick, to a psychosis, to hearing and seeing things that aren't actually there. Um, And one of the new anecdotal pieces of information we have is that sometimes when people are sold THC, it might necessarily be what you're buying, but it could be a synthetic cannabinoid um, and we see in England, they had a recent number of young people who were sold a substance called spice, uh, which is a synthetic um, drug. So it's a man made version of cannabis, really. So it's uh, chemicals that are painted onto what looks like a green leaf that would mirror cannabis in a, a grass form. Uh, but it has no natural you know, beginnings or origins, it is synthetic. Uh, Again, we don't know what the long-term effects are for young people, but we are very worried if you're smoking or vaping or inhaling any of these substances with your peers and you don't have an adult around or you don't have anybody to protect you, that is a worry that you're left on your own or that something serious can happen. Now, the piece with THC and cannabis is it affects your short-term memory if you're studying. The brilliant piece about it is for cannabis users, and if you just bring one thing away tonight, is if you stop using cannabis, your short-term memory will come back. If you're drinking alcohol, you'll never get back the brain says that we've burned. But for cannabis, it can come back. And that is good to know when you're aiming for exams, when you're aiming for the mocks, when you're aiming for the leaving
0: So the fact it can be changed, reversed, within a matter of weeks, if a person abstains from it, is a huge thing. And it's great for people to hear that, I suppose, if they're in a funk. Memory is critical for for learning and for study. But cannabis doesn't just affect memory. It, it can also reduce motivation as well to learn.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, again, it's a depressant. You know, it can be, you know, sometimes hallucinogenic, but it's a depressant. So it is an absolute demotivator, you know, and... It doesn't bode well with studying, even though in the beginning and this is all about when you're in the experimentation recreation phase. It's a friend. It's 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 doing you a great favor. Very quickly, it it turns into an enemy, you know, and then you're on that sliding slope. So instead of having to head towards that sliding slope, just don't bother. Don't use it, you know. That would be my my old experienced opinion on it. So Sinead, when
0: you are heading towards that sliding slope, as you said, what can people do if they want to reach out to somebody, if they want to stop, if they want to if they want help, where can they go? What can they do? I know you kind of mentioned it earlier briefly.
1: Oh, wow. Anybody, anybody that you feel will listen. You know, anybody will help you if you need or want help. You know, there are going to be very few that will turn their back to you. It is so important to speak. Uh, Mom and dad are there. Older brothers and sisters are a great one as well, you know, because they've walked that walk and they've been through this hard phase of being an adolescent in a very, very fast world now. So that is a brilliant a uh, kind of, you know, or a cousin, somebody that has been there, somebody that has your interests at heart, because very often you would see that where you have pals that are drug use and where it's a party, it's all good, where the chips are down, everybody bowls, and you're very much left on your own. With family and with mom and dad, with brothers and sisters or cousins, they're a great starting point. Now, outside of that, there is brilliant, there's drugs.ie, you know, there are brilliant helplines out there. If you do want to speak to anybody, your GP is a seriously good one where you have, because a lot of these drugs are going to also sometimes mirror anxiety issues, you know, and where you have, you become very anxious and very tetchy uh, because your balance of your scales has been all upside down. So usually you have a normal scales balance where we start taking depressants and stimulants, depressants and stimulants. Your body and your brain is all over the place. GP can be a fantastic starting point as well. A lot of this can be worked with harm reduction. So somebody like myself, a counsellor, your career guidance teacher, whomever it may be, you know, getting you in touch with somebody who will help you to reduce your harm with an aim eventually to abstinence, so you're not taking that substance anymore. Uh, So there is a load of brilliant expertise and help out there.
0: Sinead Amani-Kerry, Substance Misuse Expert. You really educated me and I'm sure a lot of listeners uh, in this episode. I I really appreciate you coming on. I'm sure uh, our listeners really appreciate you coming on and giving your time. That was excellent. Thanks so much, Sinead. Thanks.